Well, good evening, guys. Uh, nice to be here once again with you guys. And uh, thank you for joining us. If you are watching or listening, it's wonderful to be here. Cannot believe it's episode 10 of Satini. <laughs> hey? Amazing. <laughs> it's been, a, been yeah. a great journey. Tonight, we're looking yeah. at the topic of moving forward. But I thought before we move forward, we should just take a little bit of a pause and look back. Mm. Yeah. That's good to do that. Yeah. So uh, if you think right back to the first episode, we started with this notion that uh, we really need to recapture this idea that we are mm. all created in the image of God. Yeah. That yeah. That's who we are as human beings. And that fundamentally as South Africans, yeah. as we sit here, our problem is that apartheid really damaged, mm. it, it did damage to that image in all yeah. of us, didn't it? Yeah. And that really is a jump off point. Yeah. For this, all these conversations. Yeah, I would say actually the whole thing was based on that, you know, because when we started to find in the Bible and the Word of God that we're made in God's image, and we all agree, and this is a, f a fact and a truth that no one can ever differ to. I mm. mean, anyone, even the people who are not necessarily born again, they will know that the human worth is the same. Especially when you put God as a standard. So they'll use different language. Hey? Yes, they'll, they'll talk yeah. about human dignity yeah. or human rights. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But we so know we only have dignity because of God. Because hey? yeah. of God, yeah. yes. Yeah. So the problem is that uh, the sin of apartheid really attacked mm. that issue. But that also means that we have a hope. Mm. What, what is the hope? Hope in Christ, eh? that we can go back and, you know, that God, God died for us on the cross and we can sort of... Um, keep our eyes fixed on Him, mm. and, and that mm. Jesus, when Jesus died on the cross, He sort of revamped that again. That actually, mm. there's this hope. Mm. I mean, the four of us sitting here mm. wouldn't have been sitting here if it wasn't for that hope. Yeah, uh, if it uh, wasn't for Jesus, oof. we wouldn't be in the room together. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's if it wasn't for Jesus, yeah. yeah. And just yeah. the knowledge that um, what sin tried to break, whatever, it can't undo what. God mm. created mm. all humans mm. to be. It can't mm. be undone by sin. Yeah. So as much as it has been colluded, our image is all twisted. We find identity in all kinds of things, but it doesn't change the fact that this yeah. is who we're made to be. We're made in this image. Nothing can change that. So it's a nice hope. I love the word redemption mm. because yeah. it's got two, two elements to it. It's got the, the language of slavery, actually, mm. and mm. someone being, their Bored freedom yeah. being purchased, yeah. mm. and Jesus did that for us. Yeah. But also redemption's got this notion in Scripture of making whole, putting back mm. together what's been, yeah. what's been lost. Mm. And that really is the hope of the gospel, isn't yeah. it, when it yeah. looks at these yeah. things. So we, we moved from that and we, we said, Joe, oh, this is such a complicated country. Mm. <laughs> We've got lots of tough conversations. Mm. We, we run into them all the time, don't we? Yeah. Even yeah. through all of these months of, of, uh, of recording, there's been many tough conversations, haven't <laughs> yeah. there? Uh, even just in, in, in what's been happening out there in South Africa. Yeah. Yeah. But we've got to learn to have better conversations mm. that are yeah. hopeful and helpful. Mm. I think you never run enough of stuff that you can talk about in South Africa. It's never boring. It's never boring. So, but it's, it's a matter of how you, how you do it and uh, the proper way of actually doing it. And yeah. Because it can, it, I mean, like I said, it's, 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 you never run dry, but uh, yeah. it's a matter of how, how you actually mm. do it. Yeah. Mm. And also, I think it's important to know why you want to have, not just for the sake of arguing or complaining, mm. but it's, you can learn, you can have the discussion for the purpose of learning something new, but also build each other up afterwards, mm -hmm. not just like be in the pits, oh, whoa, it's like, it's all mm -hmm. a mess. But, mm -hmm. you know, have conversations and then look to Christ. Mm -hmm. I mean, the option that some people choose is to just not talk. Well, that's But it's easier. not really an option, <laughs> is it? Mm -hmm. uh, not if you're gonna make any progress. Mm -hmm. Well, I've learned that yeah. here because <laughs> I was very much the one to be, ah, oh, God will fix it. <laughs> I mean, like, I'm not one for confronting things or pointing things out. It's just always easier to let things go. Yeah. But um, as it's been pointed out a few times, it, it doesn't help the next person and mm. it doesn't. So we, we mustn't be afraid to, even if it's just planting that tiny seed that will hopefully move towards change for mm. that person or mm. the people in that person. If there's a, an opportunity, do it. I feel like we're going to have mm. to keep going back to that episode to keep yeah. thinking, 
why is it worth yeah. having the conversations rather than backing away from exactly. them? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nganga, we then moved on to, uh, to yeah. looking at legacy, privilege, and hope. Yes. Uh, some kind of thorny issues, some tough oh, issues there that we needed to, 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 to talk through. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we said a lot about those things and uh, how the legacy of apartheid and the system, systemic um, privilege that has been there and we also kind of find out what uh, words we can be trying to talk to each other mm. to understand what privilege is. Mm. Because it's twofold to other people, it's the lack of privilege. To others, mm. it is actually the presence of that privilege. And then we talked about uh, how everyone is, of course, like racist mm. based mm. on that. And uh, you see that you are a racist or you are a recovering racist or you are a liar. And I kind of liked that one. That was a bit of a, it was a, a tough yeah. punching episode, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, in yeah, fact, I jumped yeah. the gun. Uh, <laughs> I talked about legacy, and, but actually yes. we had that earlier on. Yes, yeah. 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 It, was, it, it was just a, an amazing one. You know, a, quite a dawning realization mm. that we are, you also, you cannot take yourself away from this equation. You're actually mm. part You're of this whole thing, it. you know. You're in it, yeah, yes. Yeah. Talking about being in it, yeah. we're all part of a... Uh, non-racial, multicultural, class-crossing yeah. church, yeah. Uh, and we spoke a bit about our stories yeah. of of yeah. Uh, our experience of being in this church, our, sto- our stories of racism, yeah. and and why yeah. having a church of that nature is so important in our country. I think, I mean, if if the church is the quietest in in this conversation, mm. then we stand mm. to or we are bound to mm. experience, you know, the stuff that we're experiencing at the moment, you know. Mm. So. If the church is quiet, we, we're not going to be it's moving going to forward. forward. So, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, so I think it's it's very important to have a church such mm. as ours. Mm. Uh, we're not perfect. I think we realize that's on the opposite that we're far from perfect. But at least we mm. we're intentional about actually doing it, mm. and it's really really needed in our nation to be specific. You know, mm. So yeah, I I yeah. totally agree. We it takes intention, but also it you can't. For us to want to see it in our mm. in our country, we mm. need to see it in our churches exactly. as well. We can't expect kids to be mixed in classrooms. So you can't expect it out there out if it's there, not happening. If it's not yeah. happening yeah. at the church. So, mm. um, yeah. you know, in Acts chapter one, Jesus was talking about the gospel, mm. but he said it, it it's going to go. Firstly, you got to take it to Jerusalem, mm. then to yeah. Judea, yeah. then Samaria, yeah. and then and to the ends of the earth. Yeah. And that's yeah. kind of what yeah. you're talking about, yeah. hey, with this mm. issue, let's let's do it here, yeah. then with some people close and by, and, yeah. and, and but let's do first things first, hey? yeah. let's uh, do it and, and that's a challenge. Yeah. Um, we, we came back to this thing of conversations because I think it is just mm. so important. And we, we had a session called Handbrake. Mm. Yeah. And uh, we were just laughing before <laughs> oh, wow. we went on air that yeah. we had a robust conversation the other yes. day. And I pulled the emotional handbrake too early, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> and it's so important to look at those things, eh? Yeah. I mean, based on what we have... What's we the have, balance there between I, the handbrake and... So I, I personally, well, we, we have a Satini group and I think we're going to talk about it a little bit later on. But so not this so I mean but I, I, I didn't see it as a handbrake okay. you know it's, it's just having a different point of view yeah. but also what what yeah. I, what made it not to mm. be a handbrake for me was it was in a safe context it was in a safe yeah. environment yeah. So I didn't really see it as a as a handbrake as mm. per se but it's funny that you picked it up as well, a handbrake maybe I was being oversensitive you know? <laughs> yeah. didn't reply straight away and, uh, sorry, but I should have really no, considered no that. And, uh, and uh, I also don't see that much of a thing, them, especially when you realize immediately that you, you are actually putting a handbrake and then mm. you change. Because sometimes we respond from our instincts. I'm not yeah. talking about you this time. Mm. For you, you were also doing something else, like uh, putting some kind of a, 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 a revelation in terms of how that is mm. aligned with yeah. Jesus. But yeah. somebody who has got that uh, thing of putting a handbrake is it's not like you are just being human and mm. you, you can actually though correct yourself. So yeah. it's this thing of how no. to be honest, yes. but also know that the way you're reacting to someone has an impact on whether that conversation yeah. stops mm. or carries yeah. on. So mm. th- that's actually how most of the subliminal, you know, like the micro 
racism mm. type yes, of thing. Yes. Because someone said, I'm yeah. just expressing my opinion. I've never heard of micro racism before. <laughs> it's <laughs> a nice it's like, it's like <laughs> But it's like those under the radar. It's like those blanketed <laughs> comments that when you think back you're like, actually what? you know? So it's it's um you, you might not recognize it as a handbrake, but when you look back, you're like, mm. huh, hang on. Mm. Mm. Actually, there was some aggression under there. <laughs> but, yeah. 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 So we went from that discussion about handbrake to, yeah. to the conversation which I jumped the gun to, which was legacy, privilege, and hope. So those mm. were some... And some, I had some, major issues with that one. <laughs> <laughs> you went home and overanalyzed. Uh, but then we, we went on and spoke about... Uh, Black Lives Matter, something that yeah. happened in 2020 before mm. we had actually mm. started and we reflected on that. Yeah. But the main aim to reflect on that was to think about the role of social media mm. yes. in how we experience these things. Yeah. Oh, definitely. It, it catches fire very quickly. Everything before you even have all the information, you're, you're responding to yeah. someone's mm. take on an event. Mm. Yeah. And yeah. sometimes it's not even something, you know, like we talked about how context, how the, how the, the, the George Floyd thing may have affected them at America, how we were viewing it. It's mm. just because we're reacting to something like oceans mm. across, yeah. you know? Mm -hmm. and, and yet it sparks things it in our It sparks heart. things, yeah. It, it, mm. That yeah. tension literally came across, yeah, just mm -hmm. via the social mm -hmm. media. I think for me, there was two things that I yeah. actually learned from, from, from that conversation that we had. The first one being, we live in this world of algorithms and, mm. and being controlled exactly. by somebody somewhere <laughs> yeah. that you actually don't know. You know? So, and, and also, the second view was, the second thing that, that I, I, I got from that is that you, you, you tend to, to, with social media, you can look at things based on a different lens so without getting yeah. the information, without getting, like yeah. Sabila said, yeah. so you view it in a different way, mm. not in a way that you most probably... So you're all experiencing yeah. the same thing from a different perspective. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And that actually is true of always, yeah. but, yeah. but it's yeah. almost heightened sometimes. Yes, hey? yes, yes. And if you're not careful, social media, you, you just yeah, end sure. up with a group of people that are resonating mm. the same thing. Mm. Mm. I think yeah. you made that point, mm. you know, um, so yeah. And then our, our last conversation before tonight mm. was talking about the topic of healing, the mm. fact that time alone doesn't heal. Yeah. No, uh, and, and I mean, you, you've, you've shared that, uh, that this has actually been a healing process. It's actually mm. been, yeah, it was, it has been a vulnerable, like, I had to be vulnerable with you and the listeners, <laughs> they'll soon find out. But it's been one of those things where I've had to look at how I react to things, how, mm. my, my thinking, you know, mm. how I've, I've conditioned my mind to look at things. Mm -hmm. And you don't even see it because it's, it's like second nature. I think you mm. like default to sort of the same responses and you don't even think, why do I actually think mm. this? Why do I get defensive when I, you know? Mm. So this has made me More really aware. look, uh, mm. yeah, yeah, look at my mm. myself. So I mean, just even recapping that, I feel excited to listen to those <laughs> conversations when they get released. Uh, we're having a launch uh, evening event mm. here on the thirty-first. I can't wait for that and to start sharing yeah. this with with yeah. other people. Oh my gosh, let's get the t-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've just loved this journey. Uh, just a brief comment from you guys. Um, I kind of, in one sense, mm. happy that we've reached episode 10, but also want to keep going yeah. with talking with you guys. I can't say the same, hey? <laughs> it's been very uncomfortable for me on most. I think I've even said to you guys, I think that this was like, mm. God organized like a therapy session for me. And you guys are like my therapists <laughs> because I've benefited the most from this, from just talking through things and, and mm. looking at these topics from a, you know, like a, a not so defensive angle and just like opening mm. my mind to different opinions and, you know. So it has been difficult, it has challenged me. I've obsessed over things I've said. <laughs> I mm. go home, I'm like, oh. But anyway, it's been good. Otherwise. New yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for on my side, it's been quite exciting. And also the learning in it, I think I've learned something that you, mainly to me is to learn that you're not always right about the opinion 
other people have got other opinion. You could, if you look at the lens of how they look through it, mm. they see something different, which can also be true mm. if they yes. look through it. So to me, it was more like that, that, you know, you're not always right. Yes, mm. it might happen that you feel strongly about what you are saying, <laughs> yeah. but it's not necessarily true. And uh, then True. you also need to You can be sincere and sincerely wrong. misguided. Which is true for all of us. Good. Yeah. And I, would, yeah. I would really would like the, the Satini, as, as people listening to it, to also maybe somehow to bring that variety of people from yes. different spheres of life and mm -hmm. also to kind of think that, hey, that's how they feel. That's why they, it does that, because it feels like that. Mm. Oh, now I understand. Hey, come on. After all, it's not so bad. Mm. You know, so yeah. things like those. Yeah. I think for me also, I, I, I agree yeah. with Nganga. I felt the same way throughout the journey. Yeah. There were a lot of aha moments for, for, for yeah. me. And the biggest one was definitely that because, you know, when you have an opinion and mm. you have strong ones uh, based on your experiences, mm. you can think they're true, but sometimes they're yeah. not true. Sort of all your classes, apparently you three guys in classes. And I, I have an don't. example of the strong <laughs> opinion that's not necessarily right. So sometimes, you know, you have those classes that you have yes. to take off. Um, and, and definitely I've learned that. And yeah. I've learned a lot from you guys, definitely. It, is, mm. it has changed me in such a good way. Um, yeah. I think our joy, I think, I know we've spoken about this, our joy is not just yeah. that people listen to four of us, because we, mm. we, know, we know great shakes. Mm. Yeah. Uh, sorry guys, but uh, you know, we, we've said all along, we're not experts, we're not mm. professionals, yeah. we're just yeah. ordinary people who are following yeah. Jesus. Mm. But I think the most exciting thing is, how many other conversations like this yeah. could this mm. catalyze? Mm. And you were just oh, saying now, mm. and going, uh, we only had this many microphones. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and these episodes would have been four hours if we had eight people. But yeah. uh, I'd love these conversations to carry on and almost rehab them with different people that aren't in the room and that are from different backgrounds and will come to learn new things. Oh, yeah. Hey. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Like general, genuine conversations yeah. and relationships. Yeah. Wonderful. So tonight we want to talk about uh, progress. We want to talk about mm. how do we practically move forward. Like, uh, and, and we're going to be quite specific that we're, mm. we're wanting to help people to think about we're wanting. So we're, we're doing this ourselves. How do we practically move forward mm. uh, on all of these kind of yeah. topics and, yeah. and this journey that we've, we've begun? And how do we do that as a church as well? Because we're mm. not just individuals. Mm. Um, and so I want to come back to that word mm. uh, of what we've called our whole podcast. Uh, uh, this word Satini and, and what that means in both Kosa and Zulu. Let's just yeah. recap because it does highlight the need for conversation and action. Mm. Yeah. Where, 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 you, you go, you go, you go, go Kosa. Okay. You go. No. <laughs> You're representing. It's a striking name, and uh, of course, the moment we were looking at it and seeing that it's twofold. In Kosa, it means what should we do? Mm. And, uh, and like, it's a cry that mm. is asking that, you know, what shall we do? I can imagine someone in trouble. When you are when you are asking yourself, sitting as a whole, mm. it's, it's not about you saying what should I do. It means what should we as mm. a people do. Yeah. So maybe I don't know. Tokoso will say that. Yeah, in Zulu it's sitini. Yeah. Yeah. So sitini goes up, sitini goes down. It means. Mm what are we saying mm. and we came up with it because we were saying we just want to be a voice mm. from based off what we we've been going through and nothing has been said so what are we saying mm. Mm. yeah so it, it really like was it. a moment for the church to say something yeah. Yeah. our church yeah. to say something yeah. Yeah. Uh, and our church to do something it's not just conversation it must be action huh uh, but it's we, 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 hey. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. I was thinking about that uh, today and just thinking how um, you can't just talk to make progress. Oh, but you can't make progress if you don't talk. Yeah. And so, so I like step, that the yeah. name holds those two in balance. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So how, how can we keep making progress? Let's, let's think personally. Uh, the first uh, topic I want to throw out there is that we have to have a gospel-shaped hope. 
We have to have a gospel-shaped hope. It's, 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 it's possible to feel overwhelmed mm. by, by some of these topics, by, by the, you know, the emotion. The, how do you hold on to a gospel-shaped hope? Why is hope so important? It is important because I think it relieves some of the pressure off of you that you need to fix this because you know that you're relying on Christ. Christ is our hope. He will fix this. So even when addressing something, you know that your identity isn't really in mm. this, in winning this argument yeah. or convincing this person mm. of their wrong or rightness. It's just, I want to plant mm. something, yeah. go home, mm. chew on it. But that will raise something better than what we experienced today or mm. whatever exchange was. So I, I, I like the fact that because God has, he's never been, I mean, just think of the Israelites, they were in slavery for how many years mm. and they never lost hope. They mm. still prayed to their God. They still mm. um, kept all the commandments and all the things they had to do. They never said, we've been here, what, how many years? Mm. He's forgotten about us. So really, I have a hope. He defeated death. <laughs> so I like, this is nothing. This is a period we're in, but it doesn't mean yeah. that he, I mean, he's still God. It doesn't mean he can't do it. No, no, no. Yeah. It doesn't mean yeah. he can't do it. I mean, I think I still remember, I can't remember what, what was going on at the, at the time. And we were talking on our group, yes. on our Satini group. And I just, at that specific time, I just felt hopeless. Mm. And I remember getting a text from one of you guys and just say, you know what, actually there's, there's hope. Yeah. And just seeing that message is exactly that's what it did for me. Like actually, you know, kind of recalibrated. Uh, I'm not doing yeah. this by myself, yeah. you know, and I could be hopeless. And, and I think it's, 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 it, it, you, will, you are bound to, to be hopeless at some stage, but also it's just a constant reminder that actually, you know what, you're not in this alone. You're in this yeah. with God who defeated death. You know? uh, I think of the gospel and how yeah. the truth of the gospel is that I had a problem that yeah. I couldn't fix. Yeah. <laughs> I had no hope of fixing it. Yeah. You know, Ephesians yeah. says I was without God and without hope in the mm. world. Mm. But God, it's the, exactly. it's the buts of scripture, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. And, and so the gospel reminds me that I had a hopeless situation personally mm. and God did something. God did something. And, yeah. and so for me, a gospel shaped hope on any of these issues is that yeah, this is too big for me, but it's not yeah. too big for God. Can I I'll read this quote uh, yeah. to you guys, and maybe we can just keep chewing on it. Mm. Uh, this is Esau McCulley. says this, Instead of looking at the problems facing yeah. the church and the world through the lens of our social media feeds, mm. we need to remember that Christ is risen mm. and rules over all. Yeah. His power applies to all our problems. Racism and systemic oppression are not more difficult to overcome than death. And our hope for a transformed society comes directly mm. from the risen Lord. Mm. The defeat of death is God's great triumph. It reshapes the Christian imagination, obliterating forever the limits that we place on our Creator. Yeah. Wow. Mm. You, you mentioned this thing of he's already defeated death. You yeah. also said it. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. our hope. Yeah. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. yeah. I think it's too great. So how do we hold on to that hope? Um, what, what role does having a uh, gospel-shaped community around you how does that help you to hold on to hope? You, you mentioned yeah. earlier, you, you were feeling something. You <laughs> had some community. To, to get me out of, of that sort of unhopelessness, you know. Yeah. And I think what's also is very important is, you know, it's, it's a reflection of where are we in terms of our journey mm. uh, with, with, with God. And reading the Bible is very, also very important. Mm. And you would never see that as truth if you don't spend enough time with God. Yeah. And that's yeah. very important in itself that you yourself spend enough time with God mm -hmm. so you can see this in a lens of where God actually sees us and how he sees us. Um, yeah, so it's very, very important mm -hmm. that you, yeah, mm -hmm. you spend and time. I, I'm just thinking as you're saying right now that, you know, we, we talked about at the beginning when we were saying that we are made in God's image. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and uh, right through this, uh, as we we're sharing, yes. that never, that picture never will uh, escape our minds. Mm -hmm. And uh, so that hope is the one that says, 
what God purposed in the beginning to make us in his image, mm. yeah. he will not give up on that. It's so an eternal that is, purpose. It's an yeah. eternal purpose. So God mm. doesn't change mm. his mind. Yeah. So we have that hope and we know that when he said, I've made you in mm. my image, mm. so that's going to be the end result. So that's, that's also what keeps so us going. So if we're going to have a gospel-shaped hope, we have to yes. be in a community that yeah. is shaped by the gospel, a church. Exactly. Yeah. But not just any church. Yeah. Because you can be a church that's not shaped by the gospel. No. Yeah. You could be more shaped by tradition or, mm. or by some other thing. And secondly, we have to have a, be part of a church that's engaging in these yeah. issues mm. and, and actually trying to make headway. Otherwise, yeah. you, you won't be making headway on these issues. You can feel hopeless in a church. Mm. So just being part of a church isn't uh, automatic, is it? It's not enough, it? yeah. Mm. You have to be intentional. You have to be intentional and make sure that your, the community around you is striving for the same thing because you could yeah. be the one just wanting, let's go out, let's invite so and so and, every, and then the person comes and then it's just like awkward. So mm. being in a community like-minded that actually aiming for the same goal, mm. it helps. Mm. It helps. And the second thing I think you mentioned it, or you in Ganga, mm. is being more shaped by scripture yeah. than by social media streams. Mm. Or yes. I mean, yeah. whatever we are imbibing, whatever we're consuming, yeah. whatever we're giving ourselves to, that is shaping mm. us. Mm. Huh? Yeah. Mm. And we have to be more shaped by scripture. We consume so many, so much content in a day. Yeah. Someone once said, "You are what you eat." So if the church and scripture is such a key part of ha being uh, having a gospel-shaped hope, the church yeah. really does have a role to play in, in this nation, doesn't it? Mm. Uh, mm. We really want to see the church play its role. Yeah, oh, um, obviously it is so true and I was reflecting on that and realizing that most of any significant changes that happen in terms of the civil rights, for instance, in America mm. and, uh, mm. and even here in South Africa, you know, mm. the formation of the resistance uh, were mainly formed in church. I mean, uh, uh, Reverend Martin Luther King was mm. a reverend mm. and he never strayed away from the gospel-centered uh, know mm. hope as you are saying yeah and uh, God made him true God he was able to express himself and the idea mm. of a free America and uh, mm. and uh, we may say that it's not completely free now but the foundations were set mm. for it I mean uh, the, the civil rights movement and all those things people yeah. were more free before I mean, after than before. Yeah. Mm. So even here in South Africa, most people who have done any significant roles yeah. into bringing up the change were people who actually were believers. Mm. I can tell you, they, so they also they mm. also stood mm. and, and 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 said and made confessions about yeah. God. And it's something that uh, I don't think we can escape that. Mm. Mm. I think that leads nicely into, mm. we, we've said, how do we make progress, have yeah. a gospel-shaped hope? The second yes. thing that we wanted to talk about is be a hope-filled reformer. Yes. So yeah. you were talking about people yeah. who said, if it's going to be, it's a, uh, yeah. you know, it's going to be me. You know yes, what I mean? Yeah. I, I, I always get, I quote you wrong. What did you say? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If it's to be, it's up to me. There we go. Um, <laughs> Someone once said that when it comes to racism and many of the issues that we've touched yeah. on, you, you have three options. Uh, you are either a perpetrator yeah. or you are a bystander and kind of not getting involved hmm. or you are, what we want to add, a hope-filled reformer. Let's just mm. wow. expand on that. You're either perpetrating racism, mm. you are observing it but doing nothing, bystander, mm. or you're a hope-filled reformer. Mm. So does this sort of mean you're doing something about it? Yeah. Doing something or doing nothing, but mm. either way, you, yeah. you're choosing. Mm. That's your response. Ah, uh, well... How could we be hopeful reformers? What will mm. help us to be that? Because we don't want to be perpetrators, yeah. we don't want to be bystanders, I presume. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, after all, we're here, we're talking. 
I think the I first thing is, yeah. to, is to call it out mm. when you see it, eh? And yeah. when you see these things happening. Mm. I mean, I know it's hard um, because, I mean, especially in South Africa, you, yeah. have, you have a lot of difficulty in terms of power also coming to, mm. into, the, into the mix and stuff mm. like that. But mm. it's also, you, 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 you don't want to be silent about it. Mm. You know, you want to yeah. call it out. So we don't know. keep quiet mm. if you witness or you experience yeah. racism because yeah. you, you could be yeah. on either side of that, hey? Yeah. I, I would actually say um, being a hopeful reformer starts with you. Mm -hmm. You need to look at yourself and, and be like, have I in any way been participating? You know, and it's, mm -hmm. it's a hard thing. So to don't do look at others first, no, is no, what no. you're saying. Look, look at yourself. Here. Look yeah. at what Great. you're adding to, to, yeah. to it. Mm. Even by just um, say you're not the perpetrator, but not standing up for people, mm. or chiming in when somebody's complaining instead of giving hope, or, you know. Doesn't that speak to having conviction? Mm. Yes. Because if you don't have conviction, you, it, you're, not, you're, you're not, not going to do anything. Huh? Yeah. I mean, Martin Luther no. King had conviction. Yes. Other people who conviction brought change, they had a conviction. What brings up change. What is the conviction in scripture around this? Where does that come from? Well, speaking up against any I mean, I guess, I guess the first thing it comes from the Acts, Acts well, the revelation where mm -hmm. you first see, or you listen to the story of what heaven will actually look like that mm, that for yeah. me personally that's that's where i get my conviction that if if this is how this the, is story the end of the ends, story <laughs> you know why i have it here yeah. you know so for for me personally that's that's where this whole conviction starts about racism injustices and stuff that if if revelation says this i want to be part of it here you know and i'm i want to be part of that story and that's where it actually starts and personally that's yeah. that has been my conviction. i mean the fascinating thing for me leading this church yeah. is I think I read the New Testament in totally different ways than I ever mm. would have mm. if I wasn't here. Mm. Um, and I see the centrality of uh, uh, bringing diverse uh, people who are at odds with one another mm. yeah. being brought together in Jesus, mm. in Ephesians mm. 2, saying, that, that Jesus came to make one new man in Christ yeah. Jesus, that, yeah. that, that these two groups, Jews and Gentiles, who are so separated, so it doesn't say black and white or, yeah. or other colors, but, yeah. but when you see that and you see uh, the Antioch church or you see Cornelius yeah. and Peter coming together because yeah. they prayed, if you read the New Testament, you'll get a conviction. Yeah. And then I think that helps you to not keep quiet. It, huh? it helps you to not keep quiet. And if you don't have the words, pray about it and then Great. attack it. Great. You yeah, as you were talking about the perpetrator and the bystander, I was just saying that Jesus, I mean, when you look at the picture of the things that happen and they get out of control, you find that most of the time the perpetrators are quite few in number. Mm. But the bystanders are an amazing, uh, huge number of bystanders. People mm. are just saying, it's, it doesn't affect me. It's mm. not for me. Uh, it's happening to someone else, you know, yeah. things like those. So it's truly, the there is a great opportunity for the bystanders to just kind of change. To become the, hopeful to become reformers. Hopeful <laughs> reformers. Yeah. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah, we can start there by a bystander because you are actually doing nothing. Yeah. And then so you can do And I think we can't like, complain yeah. about yeah. the state of our country if yes. we're not willing to put our yeah. shoulder to the wheel and, yes. and do something. Mm. Hey, yeah. one, one, sh one conversation at a time. Mm. Huh? Yeah. Mm. Uh, you, you mentioned prayer. Mm which is actually the third thing we thought of, which is yes. uh, that we mustn't try and do this in our own strength. Yeah. Uh, I think of, I've got four kids, and uh, many times over birthdays or Christmas, you buy a toy and you thought the batteries were included, yeah. <laughs> only to open up and the kid's excited and there's some toy that needed some batteries and there's no batteries in the Bowley household and you just get grumpy kid, <laughs> the toy's yeah. not doing anything that it's supposed <laughs> to do, it needs batteries. Yeah. And I just think of prayer like that, how, yes. how we just are powerless. Mm. Sometimes when you're in a situation, mm. what you need to do is pray, not just yeah. pray. Yeah. Often yes. God will then speak you into action. Yeah. But yeah. it's so important to talk to God about these things to take our laments yes. to God, yeah. etc. Yeah. And also just to pray in front of your children as well, and they see where your heart is as a father or even mm. a mother. Mm. That alone can help, you know, praying under the conviction for mm. those who are maybe less fortunate 
they could see that uh, that you know you actually your heart is to reach out to those people mm. you know if you happen to be a fortunate person that is yeah and if you you pray also as a father who is not so fortunate you still need to pray and then they could still see that you're reaching out to that hope that mm. you are, that things will come right yeah so i think it's, it's something that can be done by both sides uh, you mm. know of, mm. of the people at play Mm. Yeah, I think for me, I like I like using my, my own personal experiences when it comes yeah. to certain things because I feel like that's that's more substantial mm. than anything. So yeah. over the past few weeks, experienced a lot of I think I would say injustice and and technically racism, and yes. I found up there as uh, <laughs> 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 <it's> micro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and obviously I found Gareth as mm. most people would have picked up for the conversations that we've mm. had. And I found I found Gareth, and and one of the things that you said, which which really speaks to this, is how's your prayer mm. life? Mm. And I had to be quiet for a moment. as like, mm. huh. Yeah, how's my prayer life? Because the way I wanted to react might have not been the same way if I if I didn't have that question jumping out, and it really sort of pushed me into the right direction as to as to have hope, you know, and mm. and how to. Do I know it's easy to say here, yeah, mm. uh, and it's easy to reflect back. Yeah, but yeah. I was thinking, what about if we prayed before we texted in a reply, mm. or, or mm. responded to a post, oh my God. or do, do you know what I mean, mm. like? Okay, that's the perfect world. <laughs> but but how would conversations be transformed if we first said, oh help me, gosh. Jesus? Huh? It would be yeah. a lot of it things. It would have a radical avoided, change. Yeah. Hey. A lot of things would be avoided. I think, yeah. So being, keeping in touch, like having your hand pulse on Christ, let him direct your steps. Mm. It, it definitely helps. I mean, it's, it's, you don't always hear it when you like, when somebody yeah. stepped, stepped on your toe, but mm. it's so important to take a beat and you're just like, what am I, gonna, what am I supposed to learn here? What am I supposed to learn from this yeah. before you, you respond? I was talking to Baba Rob mm. Lamini the mm. other day, yeah. and uh, he, he was talking to me about that in life, there's always heat. There's 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 something that happens, mm. uh, and and then there's a reaction. Mm. Yeah. But there's this little formula that heat plus heart yeah. equals reaction. And mm -hmm. so sometimes when something happens, we'll say they made me angry, but they didn't make you angry. They no. they just Turned they plus your heart mm. resulted in your anger being displayed. Oh boy. <laughs> do, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And and how. Yeah. Prayer is the only way to deal with the issue of the heart. Because mm. there's going to be that heat, so true but it's what we do in the heart. Because yeah. huh? sometimes the response is, is not equivalent to the heat that is applied. Then you just know that there was underlying <laughs> things there. There was a plus or even yeah. a multiplier. <laughs> you know? yeah. So it's definitely so repentance and just like, Lord, my heart. Mm. And, and I mean, you... The guy who discipled me, amazing man, Simon Pettit, uh, he used to talk about having devotions early in the morning because yeah. then he was kind of ready for his day. He would say, then I happen to my day rather than my day happening to me. Yeah. <laughs> and we can do the, the heart work in the start of the day before it's even started. Mm -hmm. And when you're close with God and you're hearing the Holy Spirit, you're way more likely to respond when you need to hear yeah. in, in the moment. Uh, yeah. But if we are distant from God, yes. we've yeah. responded before we've even known yeah. it. Huh? Yeah. I, yeah. I'm remembering your words this morning about how you spend, you must spend time, you must listen, uh, you must read with your ears. Huh? Yeah. yeah, read the, the Bible with your ears. With your ears. Mm. And then with the Holy Spirit, you're reading, you're meditating. So in times, the Holy Spirit will remind you of scriptures. Like when you come across an, mm. a, a thing and then the Holy Spirit will be like, hey, the Bible says <laughs> this is how, mm. you know. Mm. Like when you need it. Hey? When yeah. you need it, it comes. So it's so important to be shaped by scripture more mm. than the world we're in. 
So we're saying, let's be hopeful reformers. So we need to mm. develop gospel-shaped convictions, yeah. which are really all in scripture. We said, don't keep quiet when you experience mm. or you... Or are you, you pointing at me? <laughs> <laughs> don't keep Why quiet when you witness or experience. Calvary me. Don't keep quiet. Uh, we said, don't forget the batteries, yeah. prayer. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah. and then fourthly, very practically, um, be intentional about yeah. relationships about listening and about mm. learning. Let's mm. just go and go get us going on that. Yeah, uh, it's something you have to work it out the same way. Like, uh, I know you, you, you like to do squash. I mean, you know that you've got a certain time being put to do squash, so you're intentional about it. Mm. You, you're intentional about brushing your teeth in the morning and get... <laughs> my daughter is not, sometimes I have to remind her. But uh, it's, it's something you need to be intentional. It's not just going to happen by itself. And uh, you, mm. you need to actually put your energy into it. And uh, I like what you're saying, true prayer. Because once mm. you pray about something, it's most likely to last for the day than mm. if you just flop it and uh, move mm. on. Mm. So that's the other thing that prayer does. It anchors our minds to yeah. our goals. Mm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And also relationship. I mean, you mentioned relationship, but I think it plays yes. a vital role. I always make this analogy of um, bridges, you know, that a bridge, a small bridge cannot hold a three-ton truck, yeah. you know. Mm. So what, what really happens with relationships is that it builds these bridges and I think we've seen in South Africa that what we need is really bridges. We need bridges. strong bridges. We need really, really <laughs> strong bridges. Yeah. Yeah. So, got big trucks. <laughs> <laughs> so, and also what's nice about, especially our church, is that we have mm. the opportunity mm. to build those bridges, mm. especially in our church mm. as, reg as reg roaders, as mm. we say. I want to I wanna add like a rogue, no, well, not rogue, but like, it's, you know, like how you say, make, have um, intentional relationships and, you know, have these conversations. So it, it's almost because there's walls around people, whether we, we, we we're not like mm. the integration takes massive. So like break through the wall, because if you're saying have, have relationships, invite people, that's like a like break one break at a time. Just break through. Hey, come over to my house, that kind of thing, because it's um, people and it's like. We're in the same church, but everybody's like, I don't want to offend, I don't want to overstep, mm -hmm. I don't want to mm -hmm. break through. <laughs> break the wall. I think I might have mentioned this, the same man, Simon Pettit, that discipled me, said, you can't unintentionally unravel a system of intentional separation. Yeah. You have to intentionally unravel it. Yeah. And so yeah. you have to make yeah. some yeah. efforts, which is kind of what, yeah. what you're saying, oh, yeah. uh, with yeah. people that are different from yourself yeah. so that you can learn Don't and discover. Don't just like, oh, if I say hi every Sunday, eventually we'll be friends and, and just hoping that it We don't have enough happen. time. There's not time. <laughs> 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 and and, and the other people sometimes, they feel like what they can do is very small. You know, you have the feeling that Whatever I can do, I'm limited. It's like a drop in an ocean mm -hmm. compared to the whole picture of what you see happening there. Mm -hmm. So now it's what That's you, good to think what you do. Yeah. yeah. So what do you do as a do person? Do that. Do, yeah. do your part, mm -hmm. and then you'd be surprised at how much what you do and the seeds you plant towards the good picture, everything will just fall in its place, and then suddenly yeah. you see this uh, picture, this puzzle has been put together. Mm. And it's going towards where we should, mm. which, is a, a, which is mm. a society that is godly, a society that is moved by love, which mm. a society that yeah. is moved by God mm. and giving glory to God. Mm. So obviously yeah. we're part of a, a yeah. non-racial, multicultural, mm. class-crossing yes. church. Mm. But just being part yeah. of one doesn't mean, so you've already done well. You've Because yeah. really some people are in communities, mm. church communities that are not. And I would just yeah. say, people who, who are listening to this and, and maybe they're not in a multicultural mm. church, then get in one. Mm. Or, mm. or go speak to your church leader and, and, and yeah. start some change. Mm. But, but if you're in one, get into a community group that's diverse. Mm. You know, be, be one youth group. Be, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Really take those, take those steps. Hey. Mm. Um, 
And when you're in those multicultural settings, listen, listen, listen. listen. My wife says I'm very verbose. I do tell her that I'm a pastor, but but listen, <laughs> listen, listen, and learn. Hey, yeah. and going, you had some thoughts on even just how maybe we should start a library here, which is something in our hearts. I yeah, think we, mainly, we need to have a section of the yeah, library. Yeah, mainly we were kind of some people. If you lack knowledge, and uh, there's a certain knowledge you need to know what is happening, and uh, also. Who are the people who have played positive roles and be inspired, mm. especially young people, you know, mm. people like Nelson Mandela, for so instance. know some history. And then mm. to know some history of what had happened and, uh, and also to give the hope of that whatever had happened, he's got hope, mm. there's a hope to change. And those people, biographies and the information brings you as a young person especially that hope to know that, hey, there's mm. hope for the healing for our nation. Mm. Yeah, mm. so those libraries. To be inspired and by yes, like yeah. Mm. Not necessarily like books, physical books, because sometimes the kids these days, they think books are boring. Can they have something, a electronic things, <laughs> or a video and all those yeah. things, you know? Yeah. Yeah, but for adults, I recommend books, because when you read something, especially a biography, it gives you an added uh, something inside. in it, mm. inside, compared to just when you, watching a documentary. So hold me accountable. We, we are starting a yeah. library here. Mm -hmm. uh, let's have a section of that yeah. library that, that helps to expand yeah. awesome. We've got a few already. Our Good. long walk to freedom. Yes. I had a few from awesome. my work, yeah. Um, you've mentioned a few times our group. Just explain what we've got as a WhatsApp group uh, and yeah. how could people use that as a way of learning and listening? So obviously from uh, the conversations that, that started, um, we, we, we had a WhatsApp group and a podcast starting. We had a WhatsApp group and we started it and then it started as, you know, a group that we can communicate. Organize what time we're going to meet. Yeah, what time we're going to meet and stuff like that. And then mm. it sort of got in a little bit to what's, you know, sharing some stuff and, you know, when you see something like what do you guys actually think of this, you know, and so something happens on the news, the news and we end up talking. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Or, or you, you feel a certain way and you say like, you know, I've read this and this is how I feel what you guys actually think of mm. this, you know, and, mm. and most people will, if, if they've journeyed with us, they would have picked up that there's a lot of conversations that have happened from that. And I think all of us can say it is, it is, it was helpful and yeah. it offered, it offered a different perspective mm. to things, as, as we said. You can and look it at things calms in you down. It calms How is that different from <laughs> posting on Facebook? about what, what, what you read. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, what is the big difference between those two? I think also, it's in, it, I mean, it's, it, like I said, with, with one of the things that mm. jumped out uh, 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 over the past few weeks is that it's, it's in a close context and it's in a safe environment. Safe environment. It's better than on Facebook where everybody can go at you. And not everybody knows Jesus. Exactly. And so can say, yeah. And it can be blown out of proportion and mm. everything like that. So it was, mm. it, it's, it's very, very helpful. So it's know. private. Mm. It's secure. Yeah. It's a group of people who've committed themselves for a certain thing. Yeah. We'd really encourage uh, anyone listening yeah. to to look for some diverse people that mm. they could journey through yeah. life with, like that. Hey, the the third thing in terms of being a hopeful reformer was yeah. to follow Jesus into some things. Mm. Uh, following Jesus will lead us mm. to heart issues yeah. where we actually repent of yes, attitudes or actions or bystanding or perpetrating. Mm. So repentance is a really important thing and forgiveness as well, where we've been wronged, where people have wronged us. Hey, mm. well, time doesn't heal as yeah. we talked last, last time. No, it doesn't happen on its own. It doesn't go away. It takes work, mm. as I've found. <laughs> it takes work. And like you said, like repentance, because you things build on that and you don't even see it over time. And then you wake up with this totally different person. How did, you're I, like, get How did I get here? You know, because you've been you, 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 you thought you're just moving on, you're letting things go. But deep down, it's, mm. so it's so important to confess, repent. And also, it's very for forgiveness and you innocent. forgive. So I'm sorry to interject. No, you go. But I mean, like it's, 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 I find it very helpful for me. Do I get it wrong? Yes, I do. Mm. But also it has, has it helped me a lot in terms of dealing with certain things and, and how I look at things, you know. Families say that it's better to be Christ-like than to be right, Yay. you know. I've <laughs> so, heard that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so always for me, I, I always constantly try and remind myself of that and then that I'm following Jesus and mm. I want to be like him. 
in mm. everything, I want to be like him. Yeah. And it helps a lot. Mm. I just want to say we have a wonderful opportunity in a church where if you've had wrong committed against you, no. uh, you've got people, you could, you could get in touch with us, you've got people who will meet with you, who mm. will walk with you, who will pray with you, who will, mm. who will help you to heal, mm. who will help you to bring that to Jesus, bring yeah. that to the cross. Uh, and um, and so that's such an advantage, and I just mm. encourage people to take that advantage up, hey, mm. uh, yeah. that they can actually get to do that. Um, a word that we've mentioned, we haven't spent a lot of time, is we've spoken about uh, repentance, we've spoken about forgiveness yeah. and healing. Uh, restitution, uh, that's a, maybe another whole season. <laughs> yeah, I think, yeah, I think there's a lot to unpack before you get to restitution. In fact, if people episodes before, I don't know if I expressed it on the podcast or was it on our separate discussions. <laughs> it's now it's now public. It's now public. <laughs> <laughs> so I had some strong feelings against it because I'm just like I think it stems from um, how how do you value this or what? No, so you know, like how the the, the how. Um, African child is always seen as somebody who needs to be saved. Mm. You know, like, oh, they need this. Like a you paternalistic know. attitude? Or? No, like white saviour. I'll just stop guessing. Like white saviour, oh, African child, let's save them, you know? Mm. So I, I think I grew up thinking I want to do things myself, myself yeah. you know? Yeah. And that's also from a place of hurt. So yeah. now that's how I've evolved to maybe institutions isn't such a bad idea. But to start with, I was like, it's a handout, so no, mm. you know? But um, having spoken... Who's the handout from? It doesn't matter. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because then it feeds into the stigmas and, you know, like stereotypes mm. about... So in my thinking, yeah. it's we didn't want to just talk. Mm. We also wanted to have avenues of action. Mm. And I guess I just yeah. think as a church leader, if we maybe had something like yeah. a restitution fund, mm. which was mm. totally an optional thing that mm. people yeah. could give money no, to... Now. Oh, okay, that didn't really come across, did it? <laughs> did you pick that up? She was really excited. She's I was confessing that this is where I started with the journey of restitution, but now I think it's a good idea. I think it's a good idea because there's been so much damage by, done by the system, by apartheid and all of that. And yeah. it's a place to start. It's yeah. not going to right every wrong, but it's a start. Yeah, you know. I think also restitution is is a big topic, you know, and and reading it into is. it and, and getting two. to understand it <laughs> is very vital before you know you you yeah. you, you get I went into it. it. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, I myself also I was uh, I I had to read about it book that you gave me. Yeah, that's a great book. Very very good book because it offers you a different. Uh, aspects of restitution that is not maybe just defined, you know, it's part of it, but it's not just defined, it's different other things mm. that you could do uh, yeah. which look into restitution. So we clearly, yeah. we're going to run out of time tonight, uh, <laughs> but um, I think that's a conversation that does need to carry on. Mm. Yeah. Just, I'm not yeah. even saying we definitely do it, but, but I think it's something that needs to be it considered yeah. Uh, yeah. and something that we don't want to just kind of react to. Um, the amazing hope that we have is that Jesus mm. is reconciling all people to himself. I love our vision statement. Mm. Uh, reconciled to God through Jesus. Yeah. Mm. We love all people. Love all people. Advancing God's kingdom in the earth. And, and, mm. and that is really what we have to offer the country, don't we? As mm. we come to kind of landing 10 episodes, really, uh, as we think about how do we practically go forward, I, I think of this hope that we have in Jesus. Mm. Uh, I want to read a scripture to you and maybe we can just kind of mm. gather our thoughts around that. It's 1 Peter 3, 15. And it says, But in your hearts set apart Christ as Lord. Mm. Always be prepared to give an answer to everyone who asks you to give the reason for the hope that you have. But in your hearts set apart Christ as Lord. That's mm. the starting point. Always be prepared to give an answer to everyone who asks you to give a reason mm. for the hope that you have. 
Our hope starts with Jesus. Yeah. As Christians, as a church, I want to live such a provocative life filled with hope that people are, are always yeah, saying, Mm. <laughs> Why are you so upbeat about this country? Huh? Yeah. That, that kind of uh, message doesn't give a uh, room for a, a bystander. No. Yeah. <laughs> no bystanders. Yeah. It's wonderful. The Bible is really just, it covers everything. Mm. It does. It does. Yeah. So without Jesus, we have no hope. We can't help ourselves and we can't help anyone else. Yeah. But with Jesus, we have this bubbling hope that can't be hidden. That will cause other people to, to say, I need to know what that is. Huh? Give me some of that. Yes. <laughs> that, that's really what we want. We're not following some uh, agenda that we have to follow. No, we, we're following Jesus. And because of that, there's this irrepressible yeah. hope yeah. Uh, that we have as believers. Um, and I think to be a church like that, that is filled with hope, uh, for not just for one day, but for the present, that God's kingdom is now and not yet, mm. um, and that we can see these things now. Amen. 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 Um, we're going to bring it to a close. I don't quite know how to finish this conversation other than to say, uh, Guys, I have loved uh, having these chats with you, yeah. and I'm really grateful for you. So to be there, I feel like I need to say a special thank you for you saying yes, because when I first invited <laughs> you, you, <laughs> you, you had quite a strong reaction. Oh my gosh. Yeah. But you pushed through, and yeah. uh, Ganga, thanks so much for taking out the thanks. time and carving out the time. and bringing Thanks your perspectives, I've loved that. And, yeah. and it all started with you and I in the corner where, yeah. uh, where you <laughs> shared some heat. Huh? Yeah. And, and we yeah. thought, let's record this. And, yeah, and sure. that's where it started. Mm, so I just want to sure. especially honor you as well oh, uh, for the time. And I think we can all agree to say, Warren, mm. thank you for all the hard work. Warren is our sound engineer. He's not here with us today, but he, he's listened to more of us than anyone else. <laughs> so, uh, Warren, we just want to say thank you so much. And to you who've been tracking with us, whether you've just been listening to audio or video, we, we just want to say thank you for taking the time. You know, they've invested about 10 hours listening to us. And uh, I just want to actually, we're all going to pray. Let's just pray as we close. Uh, um, and just thank God for pray. this journey we've been on and pray for the, for the future. So uh, yeah. why don't you guys pray and I'll close off. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. You're so, such a wonderful God, mm. Father. We thank you. Thank you, Lord. We started uh, not knowing mm. when we began. We were all trusting in you. you mm. We're looking up to you that, Lord, you will move through us. You will yes. be able to make us to say the things you need us to say and to try, Lord, to grapple with these things that we're dealing with in our nation. Mm. And, and Lord, you've been so faithful and we, come, we yeah, came we together you. and Lord, you, you mm. whispered to our ears and mm. you told us this is the way. And Lord, mm. may we choose that way as a nation and as a people of uh, this church, Lord, in Jesus' name, Lord. May we follow through you yeah. in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Holy Spirit, lead us once again, even when people are looking at this material and uh, they, they, it goes through their eyes, bring a conviction, Lord, for this material in them, in the name of Jesus, Lord, that, mm. uh, the, the, that conviction of hope, that there's God-centered hope mm. for this nation and thank for you. this country. Mm, yeah. Father, we thank you in Jesus' name. Yeah, yeah Lord, we just, uh, we just thank you. Um, mm. And uh, we just, I know your hand is on this because mm. we wouldn't have gotten to 10 episodes mm. <laughs> without yes. you being in it, Lord Jesus. So we just mm. ask that this year's seed mm. does work in people's hearts, Lord Jesus, because yes. you mm. do the work of the heart. Yes. We've done what we can now, Lord, wow. the rest. Um, we yeah. just ask that you move it forward. You. You bring about the changes, Lord Jesus, that will transform our churches, that will transform our country, the hearts, Lord Jesus. 
and that um, it'll bring more people to you, Lord Jesus. Yeah. Just the revelation of this is what the, the word, this is what Jesus lived. This is what you call for in the Bible. This is what you you want to see, Lord Jesus. That this, is, this isn't just our idea, Lord Jesus. So Lord, we just pray mm -hmm. that um, it does the work in the hearts and yeah. that Lord, even with the launch, um, that you just work on the soil. <laughs> and we just thank you for seeing us through, mm -hmm. nervous as yes, we were, we just thank you for seeing us through it and yeah, bringing us to an end. Oh, thank yeah, you, Lord. Yeah, Lord, we echo in those prayers and we agree, oh Father. And we just want to thank you for, again, for holding us through, Lord. You know, we're not experts. We, we're just, just people who are passionate and Christ followers who are passionate for you, Lord Jesus. Mm -hmm. And yeah, Lord, I just want to thank you for, for these three guys that I'm with here, Lord Jesus. And just want to say thank you, Father, for, yeah, just offering this time Lord Jesus that we could come together and talk and and we can just come together and talk about you because in essence Lord Jesus it's all about you yeah. it's not about anything else it's not about any political party or a specific mm -hmm. church it's about you mm -hmm. father yeah thank so we you. just want to thank you for that Lord we thank you that you the the Lord who turned uh, those few loaves and few fish and you mm -hmm. multiplied it and you did a miracle and we just give you this podcast as a little offering, yes. uh, there's a little bit that we can offer and we say, mm -hmm. God, would you do something in the hearts and the minds and the lives of people yes. uh, through this? We ask this in Jesus' in mighty Jesus name. name. Mm -hmm. Amen. 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 God bless you. Thanks for tracking with us.